Mel Yummy Mummy Geriatric Mum? How the f*** did that happen? Hi, I'm Sally Wallace and welcome to my podcast, Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. Okay, I know what you're thinking. Why the name? Well, it's a label that I've been slapped with recently, so I've decided to embrace it. But don't worry, it's not all sore nips and stretch marks from here onwards. As a former radio presenter, public speaker, and someone who's a huge advocate of keeping banter alive, each week I'll be sharing life observations with a twist, random questions, subject matters that'll blow your mind, like, do we really eat spiders in our sleep? Am I the only woman who walks around with crystals in her bra? And... Why is it that my husband's clothes and socks are so much more comfortable than my own? All gripping stuff. Find me on Instagram and Facebook at Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. Something has brought you here today, and I think it's because we're on the same vibration station. Thank you so much for having a listen. I really hope you enjoy it. Welcome to Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. I'm Sally Wallace, your host, and I'm absolutely fucking knackered. (laughs) like really knackered today last night roman decided to get up at about 1 30 in the morning and he wouldn't go back to sleep until about five o'clock this morning so that means i ended up sleeping on his bedroom floor which i don't mind but obviously i am a geriatric mother and i'm not making excuses but do you know what i think anybody sleeping on a floor would feel a little bit mangled in the morning bloody hell it's brutal and I've actually I've made myself a small bed and roll so whenever we have these moments where he's like wah and can't sleep which is fine do you know what he's he's only a little guy he's still sort of settling in with loads of shit and he's growing all the time and his body's changing and he's I think he's getting growing pains in his legs because all of a sudden he shot up like within the last couple of weeks anyway I'm not bothered if I need to sleep on his bedroom floor. That's not a problem. That's what I'm here for. I'm his mum. But it is such a rough night's sleep. Like, literally such a rough night's sleep. How I used to get pissed and fall asleep in nightclubs by the speaker, I have no fucking idea. (laughs) Sitting up, actually. Sitting up by a speaker in a nightclub with my feet sticking to the nightclub dance floor. Mm, This is a lovely carpet. (laughs) Yeah, so you're going to have to bear with me because obviously I'm I'm actually fucking dazed and confused today, like really badly. But I've managed to drop him off at nursery this morning. At least he's had a few more hours sleep. He was fine this morning, nailing a bagel and a banana and off he's gone. And I honestly, I, I, you know, when your face goes all puffy and you look like you've been on the piss, but I've just not had any sleep. So I think the nursery people are looking at me this morning like, oh, she got shit faced last night. But no, I didn't. I just slept on his bedroom floor. I ended up sleeping on his floor. I've actually got a little bedding roll that I keep in his wardrobe. So you know, like used to have at Girl Guides when you used to go camping like roll it all up and pack it away that's what I've got in his wardrobe so when he just has those moments where he needs me in his bedroom I just literally whip it out and then that's easy done it's actually quite comfortable the duvet is lovely to be honest with you that's in his bedroom but it's just a bloody floor it's just it's a floor for fuck's sake it's hardcore isn't it falling asleep on benches in my 20s now I'm sleeping on a floor and I can't handle it (laughs) anyway I hope that you're well Oh my God, I have found out some, look at me like it's groundbreaking information. It really isn't groundbreaking information at all. But if you listen to my podcast regularly, you will probably, probably a couple of podcasts ago, um, hear the story of when I had the shits. (laughs) It's It's a bit of an overshare. I'm really aware of that. 
but it was bad, like really, really bad. It was like a skydive from the gut to the colon. And it was like, woof, um, which was horrendous because obviously my husband's in the hallway and the downstairs loo and I had the downstairs toilet open because, oh, fucking hell. It's just, it's what you do, isn't it? I, I, I have to leave the downstairs toilet open when I go to the toilet. Otherwise, Roman runs off and... I need to keep an eye on him. But not only that, the dogs walk in. Oh, it's mum life. But I embrace it and I love it, really. Of course I do. Anyway, what I'm trying to say is I was under the impression that Sandra, my mum, I'd been over to my mum's house, had out of date milk. Now, this is what my mum does. And God bless my mother, by the way. She's hilarious. So um, my mum will buy oat milk for me and put it in the fridge. But what she'll buy is the oat milk that's actually from the fridge counter at the supermarket, which has a a quicker sell-by date on it than the long-life stuff that you can buy off the shelf in the dry area. Okay, so I said to her, I went over to see her this week. We've had the um, the, uh, Platinum Jubilee in the UK, very long bank holiday weekend, obviously in celebration of the Queen. So I thought, right, I'll go over and see my mum because I knew she was baking anyway because that's what my mum likes to do. And I think where my mum lived, they were having a little street party. And so my mum was doing a cake and some biscuits. She's very cute, Sandra. So I went over and I thought, right, I'll just sneakily have a look at the milk, right, <laughs> without getting her pissed off because she's easily offended my mum as well. She takes everything personally. Old school. She's old school. She's never going to change. So... I opened the fridge and I looked at it and I thought, no, do you know what, actually? She's done right. Good on you, Sandra. She's got a little right there. Sell-by date's not for another couple of months. That's okay. It's not the milk. So I'm just snooping around and I said, do you want a cup of tea, mum? Oh, go on. My mum loves a cup of tea. My dad likes a hot Vimto. Oh, legends. Now, I actually know that I have a lot of people that listen to my podcast outside of the UK. So let me just explain to you what Vimto is. If you live in the UK right now, you're going fucking Vimto. Amazing. Um, it's like a fruity, black currenty, fruity drink. It's a cordial, okay, that you add with water, but it's old school. It's from the north of England originally, and it is a proper old school. You can get like Vimto sweets now, fizzy Vimto. I believe you can even get Vimto lollies as well. But it's really old school, and my dad loves it. He loves a hot Vimto. So I said, right, listen, I'll get the, I'll get the bruising. I'll, I'll get a cup of tea. So I was getting myself, my mum my has a cup of tea. I drink Earl Grey. So there's me checking the Earl Grey tea bags. Mum goes, what are you doing? What are you doing there? Nothing. I'm just having a look. Those are yours. They're yours. All right, Sandra, calm down. I'm just having a look. Anyway, she's obviously noticed that I'm up to something. So I'm chucking my tea bag in, getting everybody a brew. And I like a sweetener. Okay, so either like a, if if there's a sugar, I'll have a sugar. I don't know why. Do you know, this is the funny thing. I've never had sweetener or sugar in my tea or coffee until I got pregnant. And then I just can't stop it now. And that's three years ago. Obviously, well, four years ago, I got pregnant now. But it's it's funny. So I always have a sweetener now. But before that, I've never had sugar or anything in my tea. But anyway, um, so I said, oh, mum, where's your sweetener? Picked it up and I thought, I wonder if this sweetener's got a sell-by date on it. Turned it round. Are you fucking kidding me? 2018. 2018 my mum's sweetener went out of date and I've been putting it in my tea every time I go over and I'm wondering why I have the shits (laughs) but I have the shits really badly every time I go to my mum's house (laughs) to the point where even my mum has noticed every time I go there if I stay long enough and have like three cups of tea it's game over I shit my pants even before I've left my mum's house so my mum's going why do you always shit yourself when you come here oh Kevin she's destroyed the dance there's toilet again and it's like fucking hell it's you your sweetness literally four years out of date so i have obviously (laughs) 
to know the fucking funny thing though. I even said to her, Mum, this is out of date. Oh, nothing wrong with it. I've been having, <laughs> I've been having it and it doesn't bother me. Oh, that's okay then. So it doesn't bother you. So it's fine then. But the fact that I'm literally coming home with some sort of colon issue. No, she's not bothered. I'm almost shit my pants on the journey home. <laughs> this is really bad. <laughs> this has been going on. <laughs> This has been going on now for about a year or so. I think even before the pandemic hit in 2020, I think it's just ridiculous that every time I go there, we get the shits. Now I know why. Well, you, did you know what she even said as well? Because I was like, Mum, chuck them in the bin. I'll go and get you some more sweetener. For fuck's sake, just chuck it in the bin. It's not a problem. Just leave it there, all right? There's nothing wrong with it. She, I said, but Mum, it's giving me the shits really badly. Well, just have a sugar instead. <laughs> So she won't throw away the sweetener. She's more than happy for me to have a shit. But my, this is the thing with my mum. It's wasteful. It's She cannot cope with that. If it's, if it's, like, if you're going to waste it and it's, I suppose if it's food and it's existing and there's nothing wrong with it and it's not bothering her, it's not a problem. So if you're throwing it away, you're wasting it. And that is, um, that's a generational thing. And I've really, I've oh my God, you know, if you know me, you know how many books I read and I do loads of work on self-care and self-development. And it's so interesting because I looked at, well, I've not studied my mum, but I love my mum's behaviour. And there's certain things that I've talked about this before, like superstitions and saluting magpies. It stops with me here. That's it. We're not carrying it on for another generation. But it's interesting because I was reading this fabulous book. Oh, fuck, I can't remember what it is. Ah, oh, bollocks. I'll, try, I'll Listen, if I can remember what it is, I find it, I'll try and post it. But it's it was about generational mindsets. And it, my gran, bless her, only passed away a couple of years ago, but she lived till she was in her 90s. Like, So she's a Second World War baby. And my gran was, has told me some incredible stories about being, you know, when they were on rations. My gran survived the Blitz in Birmingham. Okay. So my gran was also... Um, Oh, what's that? What's that? She was an evacuee. She was uh, sent off to the countryside as well. Um, so uh, when she was younger, so she's told us loads and loads of things about the Second World War. And of course, food was pretty scarce back then. And that's when you went on rations. So for my gran, my gran was exactly the same as my mum. You don't waste food. You just do not waste food. And I've talked about this before anyway, about how my gran used to have a pan of fat on the stove. And it's funny that it's passed on to my mum as well. My mum cannot cope with wasting food to the point where she will even eat out of date food herself so that in her mind, she's not wasted it. And in some ways, you're actually quite respectful of that, to be fair, because I think, do you know what? Good for you, mum, because she's she's not wasteful. But also at the same time, you are giving me the shits. So I think we could probably bin that now, don't you? <laughs> but I started going through her cupboards and that was it. Game over. Get you, get you, Sally, right that. Piss off, piss off. Just get out of my fucking house. So yeah, I would never do that to her. I don't want to disrespect my mum. I absolutely love her. Of course I do, but... Anyway, at least I've got to the bottom of what was wrong with me. It's the sweetener at my mum's house. But what I've done is I've actually just bought myself another packet of sweetener and I'll take it there for her. Because my mum won't throw that sweetener away, which is so sweet, really. So I bought some more. So when I go, I'll literally just switch it over so she won't know any different. Oh, look at me. What a good daughter, hey? And you know, what? I won't say anything because otherwise I'm then trying to score points. And ah, that's that's not the game. That's not the game I play. I'm just, uh, I'm just glad I got to the bottom of what was going on with me, <laughs> to be honest, because I was getting a little bit concerned, especially when I nearly shit myself on the bloody motorway. Good God. But in some ways it was quite good because it was keeping my weight under control. <laughs> 
oh my god you know what talking about baby weight right it was um it's so interesting because I've really upped my exercise recently and it's um I think that we all do this and we beat ourselves up about not being where we want to be with our weight or wherever we are in life we don't we and a lot of women do this women do this more so because I speak to a lot more women than I speak to men to be fair but women we but men of course beat themselves up as well in their own way but obviously the nature of the work that I do with my podcast and I do an awful lot of networking with women as well it's so interesting how we do we just automatically beat ourselves up with everything with self-confidence, uh, with lack of self-confidence, um, and with weight. Now, when I had Roman, I had undetected preeclampsia, so I didn't really know what was going on, but I was fucking huge. And if you follow me on Instagram, it's at Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. I posted a picture recently on a throwback Thursday of when I had to have my ring cut off, which was brutal. And that was bad. So nobody had told me that I should have taken my wedding rings off when I got pregnant. No one. And my my fingers aren't, my fingers aren't tiny skinny, but they were slim, really, really slim. Um, but I've got quite big hands as well. So I've got obviously engagement ring and wedding ring. I managed to get my engagement ring off and I could not get my wedding ring off. I did everything. I did that whole, you know, where you get the piece of string and you wrap it around the lower part of your finger to push the, push the, keep pushing the ring up. But it was, it was wedged, but it was wedged so badly that it was almost wedging itself into the skin as well. Yeah, that's how, that's the, that's the water retention that I had. The fluid was unbelievable. So in the end, I had to go and see the jeweler who actually made the ring and he had to get this little saw and cut it off. But as he cut it off, ping, it went everywhere. And it's got my wedding ring has diamonds in it and they just went everywhere. It was just and even he said that is horrendous. But it's, it left me with a bad scar and it took it took a long time for it to clear. It was it was really it was pretty bad. So go and have a look at the picture. If you don't believe me, you have to see it to believe it. And in fact, when I posted it, um, a friend of mine messaged me and she put Sally and she's just had a little boy recently. She put it's because because of this and um, when you showed me this picture years ago that as soon as I found out I was pregnant I took my wedding rings off so do you know what at least I saved someone else's finger <laughs> in the process of manking up mine it was pretty shit actually anyway so yeah I had loads and loads of water retention and then when I uh, when I had Roman I was lucky enough to be able to breastfeed breastfeeding is good if you want to lose your weight as well but also you, you find yourself drinking and eating loads at the same time but I did drop all my baby weight in six months um so which was great and then I put it all back on again I mean what the fuck nobody tells you that do they honestly it is it's it was crazy it's crazy. So there's no excuses. I don't want to be one of these women who goes around and go, oh, yeah, I had a baby. Oh, how old is he? Oh, he's 24. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so I've got a grip of it. And honestly, when you work in, I was working full time as well recently, trying to juggle Roman, trying to have another baby. And I didn't have the time to exercise. So how these women, and honestly, I commend you, how on earth you juggle a family, a job and everything else going on, as well as keeping your buns tight. I salute you. I really salute you because it's full on. It really is full on. So I suppose what I'm saying is, girls, don't beat yourself up. Fucking hell, Roman is three now. And I, I I, can honestly say that when he started weaning, that's when I started to put the weight back on. And it was almost like baby weaning equals baby weight for me. Because as, as he's eating, and if he leaves anything, I'm like, mm, I like that. So I'm having a meal whilst Roman's eating, and then I'll cook dinner again for myself and Scott. So yeah, no wonder I put the bloody weight back on. It's really bad. But also sleep deprivation as well. That was massive comfort eating for me because I was 
Roman's never slept through the night. I mean, he's only really started to sleep through the night recently, um, up until about the age of three. Last night, I don't know what was going on there. I think we're having a big leap at the moment, like massive developmental leap at the minute, because he is honestly got so big recently. He, he He's so tall. He's so tall. And he's going to be really tall. And Scott and I were chatting about this last night. We were like, fucking hell, he's going to be massive, isn't he? But because Scott's about six foot two. I am I like to say I'm five foot nine. I'm not. <laughs> I don't know why I tell people I'm that high. <laughs> I lie about my height. How bad is that? <laughs> what a sad bitch. I go, yeah, I'm about five foot nine. Scott goes, no, she's not. She's five foot seven. So th- I think I'm five foot seven. Oh, no, I don't. Do you know what? I, I, I'm between there. Let's say five foot eight. Let's say that one. Yeah, we'll go with five foot eight. With a heel on, I can hit six foot, depending on what size of heel it is, clearly. But... Why do I lie about my height? Do you know what? It's one that's one of those funny jokes that's on. It's been going on in our marriage for years and years. Is about me lying about my height of all things. It's just like of all things to fucking lie about. You don't lie about your age. You always lie about how tall you are. And I'm like, I know why. It's like it's like a, a lie that I know I'm telling as well. Anyway, let's move on. God, I don't want to digress. This is how fucking knackered I am. So I have to apologise. Okay, right. Where was I? God, that's how bad it is today. That, anyway, no excuses. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah. So baby weight. So, uh, yeah, I've put my baby weight back on, basically. And it's only until recently that I've thought, do you know what? It's And this is it, because I think you get a lot of pressure anyway. And, oh my God, I'm 43. Um, I have had weight pressure since I was a kid. So I was very overweight as a child. No, not as a child, as a young woman. So late teens, I became very overweight. At university, I must have hit a size 22. I know that's not me. So and that was just lack of education with food, uh, not really being very conscious when I was eating as well. Um, and I was very unhappy, very unhappy. Uh, so I lost a lot of weight initially. And then I managed to keep it off through my 20s, joined gyms. Wherever I used to move when I was going to a different radio show, I'd always join the gym. As soon as I got there, that was like one of my things to do. Right, I've got to join a gym as soon as I get here. But then at the same time, in my 20s, I would go to the gym, I'd do a spin class and then light up a fag as I left the door and smoke a cigarette on the way home. <laughs> I used to go to, um, have you ever heard of Body Pump? Oh my God, I used to love it. So I used to go to a body pump class on a Sunday morning. I must have been stinking of booze, like literally, because I would I would have gotten the night before. And then in the morning, if I had suddenly, I don't know how on earth I used to do this, but this is obviously what you do when you're young and footloose and fancy free. I would go out on the piss and then I, I love the fact that I'm calling it going out on the piss. <laughs> I tell you what, you can take the girl out of the nightclub, but you can't take the nightclub out of the girl. So yes, I would go out on some, have some lovely beverages with some female friends with my dance card. And then, yeah, I'd get home. And in the morning, if I'd shocked myself and woken up a bit earlier, like, well, it's eight o'clock. Um, I would think, oh, sod it. Let's go to the gym. Um, and I'd go and do a body pump class, stinking of booze because I wouldn't have had a shower. I was planning to have a shower after the gym. Um, and my hair would have been a bit matted as well. And I'd probably had a little bit of my mascara and my sperm eyebrows would, my sperm eyebrows would have been fine because you didn't use to draw them on back then. But yeah, I would, that was me. And do you know what? Now, even when, when I'm at the gym and I can go, God, bloody hell, somebody's been on the piss. No, that was you, Sally. That was you about 20 years ago. So yeah, I can't mock people or knock people for it because, because that was me. That was me. Anyway, I suppose what I'm trying to say is don't beat yourself up. Okay. 
Um, I genuinely mean that because my weight has fluctuated so much uh, in my lifetime so far to date. And it will do, no doubt, continuing from here onwards as well. I know I'm hoping to have another baby. Oh, no, let's be positive. I am going to have another baby. It's a challenge. But that is my mindset. And I find sometimes we do beat ourselves up about these things. And at the moment, I'm, you know, I've got some lovely friends. And I'm like, oh, Sally, you look fine. You look fine. I know. And I really appreciate that. But at the same time, I don't feel great. And I know where I want my body to be. And I know what makes me feel good. Uh, so I'm just, uh, I've been hammering my Peloton. Like I've done like five nights in a row at the moment. But after sleeping on the bedroom floor last night, my knees, my back, everything is absolutely killing me. So tonight, no, I think, we, do you know what I'm going to do tonight? I'm going to get on my Shakti mat. Oh my God, have you got a Shakti mat? Oh my God, they're amazing. They're like, I don't know if they're all, I don't know if they're all called Shakti mats. I basically got mine off of Amazon because it was a bit cheaper. Um, but it's one of those mats that's got all those little, um, like, uh, like I suppose they're like little spikes on it to be fair um, yeah it gives you the best night's sleep ever like literally ever so I'm going to get on my Shakti mat tonight and then um, probably have hot chocolate <laughs> get myself some sleep give myself a rest <laughs> But yeah, baby weight, if you've had kids, you'll probably totally relate to this is the fact that you lose your baby weight and then all of a sudden you put it back on again. But do you know what? That's life. It's one of those things, isn't it? It goes up and down and uh, it's like certain things. Oh my God. When I started going through IVF, I piled on the weight. Do you know what else made me pile on the weight? When I, before I got married, I decided to have uh, my teeth straightened and had them straightened with a brace, like a full train track, top and bottom, full train track. And everyone said to me, oh, my God, you what? look how much weight you'll lose doing that. Honest to God, it'll just drop off you. Weight seems to be something that we talk about constantly, doesn't it? It is. It's it's always been like that in my family as well. Oh, she's put on the pounds. Oh, she's. Put, and it's, it's a strange thing. It's a really strange subject that and it's only in the Western world. Which it really is that we talk about weight all the time. It's crazy. It's really crazy. So, yeah, I had this train track fitted, um, top and bottom on my teeth. And I was thinking, oh, God, you know what? I might lose a few pounds because obviously I bought a wedding dress the size down like most women do. Um, but it was so fucking painful um, that it got me really up. I didn't get upset about it because I knew it was going to be amazing. The results were. But every now and again, the pain would be so bad that I got this horrendous habit of eating chocolate. <laughs> But because I couldn't chew anything, what I would do is like snap off a bit of chocolate, stick it in my mouth and drink tea, warm tea. So the chocolate just used to melt. And it was like, oh, it was the most wonderful feeling ever, like melted chocolate in my mouth. But yeah, obviously, you know, like three or four bars of chocolate a day and nothing else. <laughs> Not really a good thing. <laughs> my teeth looked amazing by the end of it, though. <laughs> oh, never mind. Anyway, do you know what? I have to ask a question and I, I, I really am hoping for a bit of help on this one. So please do wait for it. Reach out um, if you can help me. OK, I am well. What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, I'm interested in a new pair of flip flops. OK, right. Just bear with me on this one. You're probably thinking, why the fuck are you telling us about your flip flops, you weirdo? So I um I've. I, I can't wear high heels anymore. I can wear high heels, but I don't enjoy to wear high heels. I like to wear a wedge. I'll wear a wedge every now and again. Um, and I've got a couple of pairs of, I mean, I've got some beautiful shoes, actually. I, I had a bit of a thing about shoes um, a few years ago and I collected way too many. So I've had a good clear out, but I actually am happier in flats. Um, I can't even believe I've just said that <laughs> out loud. It sounds really weird. <laughs> 
I can't believe that's just come out of my fucking mouth. I'm happier in flats. <laughs> oh my God. Like literally 25 year old Sally is spitting on me right now. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Yeah, I just, it's, it's painful. It's, you, my knees fucking hurt and oh, I don't know, my toes get all squidgy and oh, I don't, I don't know, I'm just, I literally had a little bit of a wake up call and I've actually just said that out loud. Anyway, moving on. So this is, this is what I'm trying to get to. Okay. So I want a pair of flip flops, but I want a pair of those squishy ones. Do you know which ones I'm on about? And I think they're called like, oh, I don't know, like cloud or fluffy or wedged ones. Now, I don't mean like the mega, mega wedged ones, like baby spices boots from the 1990s. I mean like the, um, they're like these, like, they, I don't know, they're like supposed to be like floating on a cloud or something like this. Um, and they're supposed to be really good for your back and your knees and everything, but they just look quite cool as well. And one of my mates has said, Oh no, get a fit flop. Well, isn't that an orthopedic shoe, a fit flop? Or is that a skull sandal? See, this is it. This is a whole new world for me getting into flats because truthfully, truthfully, I, I live in trainers. I've got, I just love trainers. I've got some cracking trainers and I just think they're mint, but I do have, um, some, um, flip flops, but they're really flat, like really flat. Um, and I've realized they actually fucking hurt after a while. So I want to have a look into these like squishy ones. If you know which ones I'm on about. Now, if you rate them or you know where to get them from, can you send me a message? <laughs> I genuinely mean that. And if you do rate the fit flops, let me know about it. Because when, honestly, one of my friends got a pair and she swears by it. But maybe I'm looking at the wrong things, but they actually look like something that the librarian would have worn or the organ player at our local church when I was a child. <laughs> Your sandals are to die for. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> hey, do you know what? We shouldn't knock her because I'm sure that she used to take her own red wine to Holy Communion. <laughs> She's a girl after my own heart, bless her. <laughs> Right, that's it for me. Hey, listen, I'm being genuinely serious. If you can recommend one of those squishy flip-flop, fit-flop thingies, then make sure that you reach out to me. You can find me on Instagram at Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. Same on Facebook as well. And I'm also on TikTok now. Yes, I am. It's taking me a while to get my head around everything. But yeah, I'm on TikTok. So it's the same, Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. I really enjoy reading messages. I absolutely love it when people reach out to me. And I genuinely mean, I know I take the piss out of the word, you know, the expression reach out, but I actually genuinely love it. I love hearing from people that have listened to podcasts related to them, uh, enjoying the episodes, and I will always get back to everybody. So yeah, please do send me a message on whichever form of social media you tend to favour. Also, whichever platform you're listening on, if if you're enjoying what you're hearing and you're sharing it with your friends, then drop me a rating. Honestly, I can't tell you how grateful I would be for that. Five star rating on Spotify, again on uh, Apple, and then you can even leave a review on Apple as well. Sharing is caring. We all know that. Right. Have a great week. I am honestly going to try and get an hour of sleep in before I have to go and pick Roman up from nursery. <laughs> it's not going to happen though, is it? We all know that. Listen, you take care and I'll see you very soon. Thank you so much for taking a listen to my podcast. Find me on Instagram and Facebook at Adventures of a Geriatric Mum, where there's a link to the podcast that you can share with all your friends. After all, sharing is caring and you and I are best friends now.